Alright, hi everybody, this is A7X Fan Ben, and this is Pirates with Ben blog number 30. So, I've got a little update on the site that I forgot to mention, I believe, on previous blogs. So, I have a new page called Information and Stats, which is just that. So, I'm trying to compile a lot of different information and stats about the game. Not so much tutorials and, like, text-based information, more, like, hard numbers, just data. Uh, just common questions people might have about stuff. So I've got the different number of ships and crew in the game, when the sets came out by month from Wikipedia and whatnot. Um, and then I've got different, some different abbreviations and acronyms, which is from a thread that I made on miniature trading. And I might add to that as well the set abbreviations. And then at the bottom, I've got some stats that I've compiled over playing and uh, different stats from miniature trading, so, which I realize don't matter to anybody but me but um just kind of gives you an idea of what what's possible with half a decade or more of straight passion for this game uh over the long haul and i'm proud of a lot of the you know accomplishments or whatever that i've had and the stuff i've done and whatnot um over 100 trades over 100 fleets of miniature trading um i'm at like 425 total plays now and that's with campaign games for every campaign campaign game i could have played like dozens of smaller games um, and I, like I said, I want to expand this page. So if you have any, um, suggestions for the info and stats page on the pirateswithben.com site, you can suggest in the comments below. And, uh, I'm sure I'll think of more stuff, but for now there's already, you know, a bunch of information, but I want to expand it even more in the future. And then I just submitted a new thread at Miniature Trading Rules for Thought number 11. This actually came from my Basic Rules YouTube video here on this channel. And Astronaut has this method of playing where point cost damage. Um, basically, when you hit a ship, the point cost goes down. So if you have a 16-point ship and you land three hits on an enemy ship that's 16 points, it would be 13. So it's kind of, some of the questions are kind of up for debate, but I think it's a really interesting uh, way, to, way to play, especially in terms of durability, because having every cannon shot that lands eliminated a mask is pretty weird and unrealistic, and it, it leads to combat going really quickly. Whereas in real life, battles would last for hours. Um, warships would, there would be a lot of stalemates rather than like the first, you know, the first shot in a battle shouldn't always determine the outcome. And uh, and there's also some return fire built into this. So you can see the, see us talking about it in the basic rules video called My Basic Rules on this channel. I can link that in the description, of course. And uh, and you can comment either on that video, you could comment on the, on the thread adventure training as well. So into the deal of the day, I've got this on my watch list. I think it's a cool deal. It expires um, or it ends in like eight or nine hours um, or maybe less, probably from the time you're watching this. So you're seeing this early on. But um, somebody from the Facebook group has posted some small lots, very small lots up on eBay, but they are really cheap. So this one I thought stood out. Some of the other ones looked pretty good too. A few of them have bids, as we'll see in a second. But this is the main deal of the day. It's a dollar. For me, it's showing $2.50 shipping, which is nice. And uh, basically, you're getting a few ships from Crimson Coast. Uh, two of the better ships from that set, actually. Like Triton is uh, one of my favorite three masters in the game. She has five cargo SL speed for 10 points with solid cannons and uh, can't be pinned along with the schooner ability. So a pretty stacked ship. You're getting a lot of value for those 10 points. And then HMS Cumberland... Similarly, for five points, you're getting four cargo, um, good cannons, um, 
like kind of like a tiny hybrid potential ship so with a negative ability that helps keep the cost down so two really good ships and some good generic crew too captain helmsman and chain shot specialist but if this stays low with no competition you know 350 for this lot i think it's pretty cool so and i'm not always going to feature um i'm doing some of the affiliate links but i'm not going to just feature you know the most expensive stuff i can find just try to just to try to make money on it so you can find a link to that in the description and in general there's actually a bunch of things being bid on um under pirate csg i see 15 results one of them is actually the davy jones quest for davy jones gold board game which uh x serious one i'm not sure how to pronounce it properly but that member that super collector from miniature trading is selling the board game free shipping from canada so that's nice that ends tonight i sorted by ending soonest here you can see um, some of those other small lots do have bids on them. Uh, the Revolution one looks decent. Some of the other ones look solid. And then Sunday, tomorrow I'm going to feature some other deals of the day based on what you see down there. And uh, I guess I'll go into the card of the day. So sets number 1 through 14 to include Return to Savage Shores. Crimson Coast again, number 2, set number 2. Just like the, the eBay lot that features the deal of the day. So Crimson Coast we know as 303 game pieces. Or not 303 actual, that'd be gigantic, but it numbers to 303. Um, this might be the third vlog in a row where we've gotten Crimson Coast for the card of the day, possibly. So 1 to 303, number 26. So that's definitely in the set. El Phantasma with a P, PH instead of F for the spelling. Um, one of the early versions of Phantasma, he's got, I think, two pirate versions, not counting the Ghost Crew from Spanish Main, and then he's got at least three cursed versions. I don't think four, but anyway. So this one is the second version from Crimson Coast. This one's Pirate, and the spelling is El Fantasma with a PH instead of F. Uh, just kind of an interesting little quirk there. And this one is similar to the original. This ship may dock an enemy home island and load one treasure. If able, she must leave on your next turn. So the home island rating ability. But also, if this, if this crew is eliminated, place it on your home island. So it's a cool almost like a crew version of Eternal. So if it's eliminated, it's not eliminated basically. So you'd have to remove, remove it from the game um, by sinking the ship or whatever. So this one's a common and it's five points. So this has a lot of possibilities within the within pirate fleets. I will say that uh, home island rating, kind of like other treasure-based abilities, it's best to get those built into the ship because um, if you're, you've got a treasure-based ability, you you don't want to have it on a crew that takes up a cargo space that the treasure could occupy. So, so in that regard, I'd rather use a home island rating ship, um, like the Belladonna, the Wicked Wench. Those are both ships that can take as much treasure as they want, rather than just one. Um, and the Shadow and a bunch of other ones are decent pirate ships with the treasure, the home island rating ability. Um, but this is still an interesting crew. I think it's a little pricey. I think this could have been four points. I see home island rating as worth about three instead of, of four, which is where WizKids usually priced it at. Um, it's a risky ability. It's tough to pull off. You're probably going to get attacked on the way out or even on the way in. Um, one advantage of having this on a crew is that um, you can flip it right when you go in. So your opponent might not know why you're going there versus if you use the Wicked Wench, they're going to know from a mile away if they've seen the ability and read it, actually. Um, they're going to know that you're coming for their gold and they're going to try to defend it most likely. Um, but with a crew, you, at least you do have the element of surprise if you keep El Phantasma face down. So pretty good, 
pretty good crew overall, if a bit pricey. Um, you could get a Captain Helmsman for five points. And like I said, since he takes up a cargo space, it could be filled up by the stolen treasure. You'd rather have this ability just built into the ship. This is a unique crew, though. I think this is the only crew with this exact ability in the game. Because um, South China Sea's version is very similar. But And then in terms of combos, sometimes it's tough to come up with this on the spot. Maybe I'll just keep it within the set um, just to go through a few. I guess using him on a relatively durable ship that also has good cargo would be a solid combo. Um, preferably the one that has good speed. Uh, Victoire is actually a really great Pirate 5 Master. This one could carry a Captain Helmsman and Phantasma and still have three cargo spaces open. And you've got the durability and firepower to maybe force your way out of an opponent's home island. Um, the Cassandra and the Eagle. I think Cassandra was the first card of the day. Or no, it wasn't, but it might have been already. The Eagle, nine points for five cargo, good firepower. Cassandra, six cargo, SS speed. And she's got spying abilities. The Cassandra is a good one, too. This one could have a, a Helmsman and then maybe Phantasma to raid enemy home islands. You could use the spying ability to look at face-down treasures on enemy ships, face-down cargo, actually, um, to see what they're bringing home. So the spying ability, that's a good combo because the spying ability is often a good one to have with home island raiders. So then you know if you should actually try to raid an enemy home island or not. And then the Amity is actually... This one's another good one. Yeah, I mean, Crimson Coast is a great set. A lot of great pirate ships from that set. So even staying in, within the set, you can see good ship combos. The Amity has Ghost Ship, Core Cargo, SSS Speed. So you could go in, you know, not ghostly, of course, because you had to dock at the opponent home island. But then as soon as you got into trouble, you could use Ghost Ship to, like, ghost through their home island to get out a different way that you came in. Or you could just go back the same way, and Ghost Ship uh, makes you immune to boarding so they wouldn't be able to board you to take the gold back if you were ghostly. So they can still shoot at you, of course, but, you know, that's a nice that's a nice combo, actually. So even within the same set, and the Adventure, it's got five cargo, so even within the same set, uh, you've got some solid combos here. The Raven is a great choice. The Bonnie Liz, those are two better pirate ships in the game, both with good cargo and good speed. So you can see the combos stacking up already, even just in Crimson Coast. So that being said, um, looks like I X'd him out, but... Um, get back to the crew here. Um, whoops. That being said, I think five points is a bit pricey, so as a result, the game piece rating, I wouldn't be able to give him more than maybe probably seven out of ten, maybe 6.5 out of ten, just because it's a risky tactic. Five points, you can get a Captain Helmsman for that much. You can get, you know, HMS Cumberland for that price. Um, and I think he would be more useful at four. Some people would probably even argue three, maybe. Um, but he does have that ability where if he's eliminated, you give, get him back on your home island. So I think that makes him worth four, probably. Um, so yeah, probably seven out of ten, maybe a little bit lower, if anything, but still a solid crew. Definitely a good novelty. And uh, if you like the Pirates and the Cursed, Phantasma just in general is a character you're going to love and pretty much rely on sometimes, especially for the Cursed, because pretty much every version of him is playable, especially a couple of the Cursed versions, but... He's one of the most recurring characters in the game, so a legendary uh, figure in the lore of the game, no doubt. So, good crew. And I'll try to find him on eBay, and if I do, I can put a link in the description. And speaking of links, I'll put a link to the pictures of the day here. Not nearly as many as yesterday, uh, but Economy Edition, made. I made some progress on that game three years ago today, June 9th, 2015. Here we can see the lagoon looking from the north towards the south, actually. Um, 
and we can see that the Serpent's Fang has been sunk by the Conquerant, and but the San Esteban, notice she's been surviving. She's knocked off two or three of Brachiora's claws. I think three, actually, it looks, I believe. So, and yeah, the San Esteban went, I think she shot eight for nine in this game, um, like eight hits and nine shots, and survived this improbable, she improbably survived this intense Sea Monster Squadron attack where the curse came out of the lagoon and uh, attacked the Franco-Spanish. And then the next picture, this one, I guess, is bigger. You can really see it well here. This is the chaos of the American-English battles. The English are generally at the top. You probably saw this in the other picture of the day. Um, the Americans have launched a really good counterattack. You can see a bunch of English ships dismasted. Um, I see three dismasted already. The HMS Forge, it looks like, is burning. Um, the Saratoga is right in the middle of it. Looks like the Franklin is still alive. So this was a really intense battle, and there'll probably be more pictures about this one later on. So, um, so let me know if you have any suggestions for the Info and Stats page. Go ahead and comment on rules for thought number 11 if you have thoughts on that. I think it's a really cool concept of uh, point cost being the basis of the damage system for combat. I think that's an interesting idea, especially for more realistic ship durability. And uh, beyond that, though, just uh, leave a like and subscribe if you want, and uh, I'll see you again soon. And actually, I should have mentioned this at the beginning, but uh, I'm doing a vlog. I didn't expect a vlog this weekend, so I might even try to vlog seven days a week. I'm not sure if I will. It is faster than typing out the vlog, so... And uh, I've been getting more views and likes on the on the vlog episodes than I thought. The number 28 vlog um, got, I don't know, it's approaching 30 views, I think. And I didn't really, I don't remember advertising it that much on the various sites. So I'm really happy with that. So thanks for watching um, big time. Really happy with it. I'm approaching 100 subscribers. I'm at 90 now. So thank you for that. And if you haven't subscribed, you can just hit the button. And uh, and yeah, so I'll see you soon. Hopefully, hopefully tomorrow for another vlog. Thanks for watching.